my husband's not a Christian and he's addicted to porn. So is this grounds for divorce? Because that's this whole, I mean, we could talk to 10 different pastors and it's going to be split down the middle. Yeah. Porn is adultery. Porn is not adultery. Um, wh- what do you do? Because a lot of people will say, my husband's not a Christian. He's addicted to porn. Um, I, I want out of the marriage. Does this give me an option to do that? So how about that one? So this is a challenging question, partly because what we have with our cell phones right now did not exist for most of humanity, right? It's certainly not in the first century. So there's no like direct addressing of this kind of, there's no only fans Mm -hmm. that Jesus can talk to the disciples about. So it doesn't come up, but there is looking to lust, but we have to grant that pornography is a step beyond just looking to lust. And then there's actual physical adultery, and we should all grant that pornography isn't actual physical adultery, but where is it on the spectrum between these two things? That's really challenging. So um, super tough question, Um, and when you consider rates of pornography use in our culture, if your answer to this question is porn use justifies divorce, you, you have to just step back and say, I am honestly legitimizing mass divorce. Maybe I'm right. But let me be real about the consequences, right? Because it's, you have to ask yourself, like, if I'm wrong, how much will it cost? Okay, that, this is one of those issues where it's like um, everything, if you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, this is a really tough thing. So some people, their biggest case, and I've heard this in the video comments where I've dealt with divorce and remarriage, they say, well, pornography is lusting and looking to lust is adultery and adultery is grounds for divorce. Um, that I want to say is, whatever you say about pornography in other ways, that is absolutely false. Um, for sure, that's false. There may be other reasons why this is grounds for divorce, but not because it's just lust. So this does. So what Jesus is doing is he's dealing with a free divorce. They had basically think of. Um, I'll use the term. I don't usually use the term. Usually, it's a bad idea, but in this case, I'll use it. It's appropriate. There was a male privilege of divorce in the society at the time. Men were seen as having a right to divorce their wives. It only went one way, at least for the for the Jewish people. The the Romans they could just split up, and it was that was it. Um, so either could enact divorce. But in the Jewish culture where Jesus is engaging with Jewish culture as opposed to, say, Paul dealing with multicultural stuff in the New Testament in, the, in his epistles. So Jesus is like, hey, uh, asked, is it right for a man to divorce his wife for any reason? You see, what they thought was a husband has a right to divorce his wife for any reason. So the rabbinical example was, if she burns the, the food. That doesn't mean that they were actually divorcing for burning the food. Right. What you get is extreme libertarianism regarding the husband's right to cancel a marriage if he feels like it. Jesus totally pushed against that, right? He's like, nah, you divorce except for the cause of adultery, then you're causing them to commit adultery. And so this was a massive pushback against it. Um, Now, if you think looking to lust equals legitimate divorce, then all those divorces Jesus was trying to stop are now legitimate because everybody has looked with lust. That's scary to me. Right? Like you, yeah. you're, on your, you're on your honeymoon and you guys are in Hawaii and you're on the beach and you look over and you see your spouse glancing over at somebody who's got a better, more attractive body than you and you're like, that's it, divorce. <laughs> that's adultery of the heart, is it not? What we have to do is realize that adultery of the heart is a qualified sense of, it's, it's wicked, it's very bad. It's worse than we give it credit for. Um, but it's not physical adultery. The thing that Jesus was coming against was, was more physical behavior, physical, physical sexual immorality as a cause for divorce. So I don't think we should just jump across that bridge. Um, however, um, so what I'm going to say is use of pornography does not by itself automatically constitute grounds for divorce. But 
the question is of the extremity of the use, of the kind of use, of the type of use, of the level of relationship that is going on in the case of the use. There are situations where people are basically hiring online prostitutes to do, do this for me, do that for me, and paying them for it and stuff like this. And I'm like, well, that seems very different than someone who was watching a, an R-rated film and then replaying that part, that scene. And these are, these are it's all depravity. So what right. we're doing is we're like measuring depravity. Okay, it feels weird and it's uncomfortable and all that. But I'm just going to say this. Um, I think that depending on the extremity of the use, okay. it could be legitimate grounds, but it is not grounds automatically. Okay. And that would be my, my short answer. Um, this is why I would say get counsel. Right. But I do think you can confront and you can demand change. Absolutely. Um, but that we, we, we cannot make it automatically grounds, but then making it never grounds seems to be also another mistake. The, the, sin makes everything complicated. This is like does, the theme yeah. I've learned in life is when they're sinning with this sin, what do I do? And you're like, well, it's complicated because like, <laughs> that's sin. Godliness makes your life so simple. It yeah. makes your marriage very simple and very easy as far as understanding what's going on and what to do. And a sin like that, um, amount of use, amount of uh, neglect that's going on in the marriage as a, as a as, you know, because of the use and all that kind of thing. Those are all things that have to be weighed. Okay. Because yeah. I think that's the hardest part when, when you're dealing with this particular subject because then it, what it makes you feel like, uh, uh, let's say, a wife is like, well, so what do I do? Like, every night he goes and watches porn, and I can't, I, I can't compete with those women. Of course, oh, we yeah. know that. And I've asked him to stop, and he refuses to oh, stop. Yeah. And so, like, uh, what, what's, what we're finding is these women, they don't know, they literally don't know what to do. Like, should yeah. I separate from my husband? Should I tell him, look, if you want to be invested in our marriage, then you need to get help? Like, like, or do they just, like, brush it aside? Oh, men will be men. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's... The, I, we need that answered, and I don't know how to answer it. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're talking about daily, ongoing use, I've daily. confronted, he won't listen. Yep. Um, a, it's not your fault right? that your spouse is doing this wicked thing. Do People, not believe for a second. Women need to know that. <laughs> it's not your fault. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's not your fault. Don't believe that. Don't, don't ever believe that. Well, you won't do X for me or X, Y for me or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like you wouldn't even know about those things if you weren't watching this kind of stuff. <laughs> um, the, uh, the more you only have your spouse for your sexual satisfaction, the more you are satisfied with them in that. Yeah. It's when you open your mind and your heart up to a bunch of other stuff that you're, you're all discontent. But the other thing is, yeah, I would consider separation even, or, okay. or consider um, other steps, depending on, like you're talking about a pretty extreme scenario. Yeah. Right, well, yeah, but that's what we're dealing with. And I don't know how to, I don't know what to say to these people, because I'm like, yeah. I'm not certain you should get a divorce, but then it's on the other hand, it's like, but then if you don't like do something, then these women are just like in this, like, I don't know what to do. I can't, yeah. you know, and then there's the whole secretive and lying and I don't trust him. And it just builds on all this. But you're right, if you just live a godly life, you don't have to worry about all those stuff. Yeah.